You're listening to The Chain, a science podcast where we bring what is new in biologics and protein engineering to the community of scientists working in the field. We discuss the latest developments with leaders who are on the front lines of cutting edge research. For more on the future of biotherapeutic drug development, check out PEGS Boston Summit. For more than 15 years, PEGS Boston has been the premier networking and professional development event for biotherapeutics drug development, research, and collaboration. This year, PEGS Boston Summit takes place virtually May 11th through 13th. To browse the 2021 agendas and to register, please visit pegsummit.com. Use code POD100 at checkout and save $100 off your event registration. Today's podcast is on applying innovative antibody engineering to generate novel cancer immunotherapies. Our special guest today is Dr. Christian Klein, who's Department Head of Cancer Immunotherapy and Site Head for Roche Innovation Center in Zurich. My name is Christina Lamb, and I'm the team lead for PEGS Boston and PEGS Europe. Christian, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Christina, for the invitation. Looking, looking forward to our discussion. Same here. Really glad to have you here with us. To get us started, remind me of how many years we work together and the role you play in selecting speakers for both the PEGS Boston and PEGS Europe meetings for the engineering by specific antibody track. I, I think it, it, it must have started around 2010 or 11 when, when we started to work together when we when you approached me. And yeah, since then, I think we have always come up with a very interesting agenda for, for those meetings. And uh, I really always enjoyed the, um, the seminars, the presentations, the discussions afterwards. And I always learned a lot of new things. And it's also has been obvious how the field has developed since we since we worked on this. I think early on it was still very much about technology, how to make biospecific antibodies, and nowadays it's more about the application of biospecific antibodies, and and they are being tested in the clinic now. Right, that's very exciting, and the work that you're doing at Roche is certainly on the leading edge. What are some of the new antibody engineering techniques that are helping to generate novel cancer immunotherapies? Honestly, I think at the moment it's not so much about the, the technology itself, how to make these biospecific antibodies, because there are um, multiple technologies that have been developed uh, from di uh, different labs at different companies that really allow you now to generate those biospecifics. It's probably more about the, um, the applications, the targets, and here we are we are seeing a lot of novel developments. Obviously, the the, the topic of uh, T cell engagement, T cell biospecific antibodies, that is still very hot, and a lot of companies are working on this. But we have also seen that this is challenging for some of those targets because they are also expressed in, in normal tissues and therefore novel, novel te technologies have been described how you can address this such as uh, by protease activation uh, for example. Then another very interesting field that is also emerging 
is the, the co-stimulation, the combination of T-cell engagement antibodies with co-stimulatory molecules. For that purpose, we, we have developed 4-1-BBL fusion proteins. Others have uh, very similar approaches, or the colleagues from Regeneron have presented on CD20 agonists, or so-called co-stims, that they combine with T-cell engaging antibodies. I, I think that's a very very interesting field currently, but then we are also seeing new developments in the field of addressing other cell types, not only, only T cells. And what I found just uh, very interesting recently is also a technology from Chugai that make use of the, the presence of ATP in the tumor in order to, um, uh, to activate some of these agents like 4-1-BB antibodies that depend only in tumors that are rich uh, in ADP and get um, binding active there. So, yeah, I think there's a lot, lot to come in the, in the next years and that will hopefully address to overcome some of the challenges that we, that we are all facing in, in cancer immunotherapy. So that was a really nice summary of some of the emerging techniques. Do you have any additional specific updates on T-cell by specific antibodies that you're working on and also any advice for others in the field? I, I, I think what, what we are seeing is uh, just that uh, more of these antibodies uh, go in, in later stage trials, right in the field of hematology in, in NHL, there's a couple of uh, T-cell engaging antibodies targeting CD20 or, or CD19 in, in late stage clinical trials. So I think that's something uh, that we will be seeing and that includes also some of uh, an agent that, that we have developed um, at Roche. Um, the, the same is also true for, for multiple myeloma where you also see advanced T-cell engaging bispecific antibodies in, in clinical trials. And now what the, um, yeah, the next hurdle will really be to, to see T-cell engaging antibodies for solid tumors uh, proceed in later stage clinical trials. I think that will also happen in the, in the, in the very near future. So, yeah, I, I, I think that field will remain very attractive to the community, to biotech and pharmaceutical companies. And I'm, I'm also convinced that we will see much clinical progress for patients there. But yeah, for in order to see that, particular in solid tumors, it may really be essential to develop the right combination therapy. So it, it may not just be a single agent or monotherapies that are doing the job there, but you really will probably need the combination with additional agents, such as checkpoint inhibitors or co-stimulatory molecules. So, yeah, I, I think if you... Right, right. So if, if you think about that, I, I think with, with all these tools that are available, these uh, te technologies, they will really provide an off-the-shelf alternative to CAR T-cell technologies. That's, that's a huge debate, comparing those two technologies. Tell us, what's unique about the PD-1X molecule? 
The unique thing about uh, PD-1X is, is really that um, it allows you to specifically target certain cell populations. As you know, we, we have um, uh, generated a couple of, of PD-1X molecules. Also, the colleagues from Xencor or Macrogenics have, have such agents in clinical development with a goal to become more specific for certain cell populations that, for example, express uh, PD-1 and CTLA-4 or PD-1 and TIM-3, PD-1 and, and LEX-3. So by, by working on the avidity of these antibodies, you are really enabled to, to get very specific for those uh, cell populations. And that can provide you advantages both in terms of um, efficacy, but also in terms of um, safety. And another application uh, that, that we are working on is a PD-1-targeted IL-2V immunocytokine that then is also specifically targeted to PD-1-positive T-cells. And remember, those T-cells are really the, the antigen-specific T-cells, the neoantigen-specific T-cells. This is the T-cells that recognize the, um, the tumor, basically. And there has been work from Rafi Ahmed and others, uh, particularly showing that there's a certain cell population, so-called uh, PD-1-positive, TCF-1-positive T-cells, stem-like T-cells, that really uh, seem to play a very important role in the efficacy of checkpoint inhibition. And so now by having a PD-1-targeted IL-2V variant, you, you get very specific for these cells and you can expand and activate them. And, and when, you, when, you, when you are testing the, the, uh, them in preclinical models, you can see that they are very much differentiated from checkpoint inhibition alone. So I think that's a, that's a very promising approach and we are also yeah, looking forward to, to see how this pans out in, in clinical trials. That's a very exciting area. So uh, what do you think scientists are looking to improve with te today's technologies or what are some of the stumbling blocks that you can think of that scientists are actively working on? I think it's uh, some of the aspects I mentioned already, right? Um, the tumor activation, because there are not so many highly tumor-selective antigens. Um, so you want to get more selective so that you can do this by targeting a neoantigens. And there, there's a couple of ne uh, neoantigens that also can be found on the, on the cell surface. So, for example, the, the EGFR V3 antigen together with VHIO, we have worked on the P95 HER2, which is a membrane fragment that can be found exclusively on, on tumor cells. Um, you can also uh, try to work on the dual targeting concept where you make use of um, avidity-mediated selectivity gain, as I was just talking about for PD-1X, but you can also use this to target certain cell populations, be it for, um, uh, for a T-cell engager, but it could also be for an, an antibody drug conjugate that is bispecific. And in that context, you also have to think about in the future about uh, tri-specific molecules, 
colleagues from Sanofi have developed such agents and they, they are already in, uh, being tested now in the clinic. And another aspect is also how, how can you target um, intracellular antigens with TCR-like antibodies or, or, or with the recombinant TCRs, something that Immunocore um, has, has really pioneered in, in the field. So with this, you really have then antibodies that, like T-cells, can recognize a peptide MHC complex and can basically see what is inside of the cell. That's a fantastic overview. So just to wrap up, Christian, what are you looking forward to at Peg's Boston? Yeah, and I, I would have looked very much forward to a physical meeting to, to really meet uh, all the colleagues in the, in the antibody engineering cancer immunotherapy community. And it's always good to see them in person to, uh, when you just bump into, into them and, and have a discussion or see them in their, in their presentations or at the, at the posters. So that won't be possible, but um, uh, hopefully next year it will be possible again for, for this year. I'm really yeah, looking forward to, to seeing novel, novel technologies, novel applications, and also the validation of those concepts in, in the clinic. And, and I, I, as every year, I'm sure there will be a lot of interesting presentations there. Well, thank you, Christian. We really appreciate you taking the time today to talk with us, and we're excited to have you at Peck Boston, and we'll see you virtually then. Thank you, Christina. Okay, thank you. Thank you for joining us on The Chain. Tune in next episode for more conversations about science, research, and exploring the world of protein engineering. If you're enjoying The Chain, then you'll like the Molecular Moments podcast sponsored by Bioagilytics, which is an ongoing conversation about the various nuances of drug development and bioanalysis. In each episode, host Chad Briscoe sits down with a different industry leader to explore their area of expertise, the industry as a whole, and the mentors who help them become the scientists they are today. It's a podcast for scientists by scientists. Listen and subscribe to Molecular Moments today on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen.